This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. Time to take uh, the finger on the pulse of what's going on in the health and disability sector. Emma Brocky from Living Well Disability Resource Centre joins us on the line now. Morena, Emma, great to have you with us. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Now, Emma, you're responsible for putting uh, the online version of the Digest together every week, I understand. That sure is me. It's one of my favourite Friday jobs. And uh, you <laughs> I know, got to get it out there. You're basically looking for for notices to come in and be compiled for this really helpful online digest. And but we get a chance to walk through some of it here today. Um, so what is going on, Emma? Lots going on this week, uh, which is really awesome. Things seem to be picking up um, post-COVID. Um, we'll jump straight in and, and I'll just have a wee chat about the Accessibility for New Zealanders bill. Um, so New Zealand does not uh, meet its binding legal obligations for disability accessibility um, under the United Nations Convention of Rights of Persons of Disabilities. Um, so that might be something new to you guys. Um, you might not have heard of that before. But the Access Alliance, um, which is made up of disabled persons organisations and um, other allies, have worked hard to ensure that um, government are fully informed about the principles and accessibility law should include um, and what key ingredients for a good accessibility framework would make the legislation effective. Um, so, so jumping forward a little bit, um, various cabinet papers have been um, written with the latest one going to Cabinet Social Wellbeing Committee on the 19th of, Mar- uh, 19th of May this year, so just recently. Um, but from what's stated in the paper, it is lacking a few things, um, in particular covering all people experiencing accessibility issues, not just those with disabilities, uh, standards for accessibility, um, they've got no notification process when barriers um, have been encountered, um, appointing an independent regulator and dispute resolution mechanism. So those are some big things that are missing. Um, <clears throat> the bill itself will be introduced into the House at the end of July, um, but it's important that everyone helps with the Access Matters campaign, which I'll speak about shortly, to ensure that we have a meaningful accessibility law that upholds the, the rights of disabled people, um, older persons and those with, with chronic health conditions, um, even those with temporary issue, um, injuries or anyone really, and of course parents and with children and prams, anywhere that you're going to be having any issues to access the built-up environment. So I can hear you asking, what can you do? Uh, firstly, you can go to Access Alliance site, which is accessalliance.org.nz. Uh, between now and July, um, we would urge you to file any access barrier incident reports um, in the Access Diaries. Um, so this week, the, they are calling for access denied diaries on attitudinal barriers. barriers. So in New Zealand, we like to think that we have a, a live in a classless and fair society, um, and we take pride in having a can-do attitude where working hard translates into getting ahead. Um, we know, of course, that the reality of, of um, is somewhat different to, for many of us. So our society was uh, designed and built for just a portion of our population. Uh, so in this way, we have a privileged. Um, we've privileged some and excluded many. So if you have any um, any examples of attitudinal barriers that you can think of, um, we would encourage you to write the barriers down, take a photo or video um, 
or tell us in audio form and you can upload that to um, accessalliance.org.nz um, with the hashtag accessdeniediaries. Um, so that is especially this week, so get them in this week um, as it changes weekly. That's an important piece of work. Radio. next up, <clears throat> all of these information you can find, um, you can email us, of course, info at livingwellcentre.co.nz no, actually, um, and I can fire any information through to you if you'd like to follow up. Nice one. Right, um, so recently we have had a nice wee box of brochures turn up at our office and these are um, with all the information on the new Ministry of Disabled People that is launching on the 1st of July. Um, so if you would like a brochure, please do pop in. I have put some down at the hospital um, and they will be popping up around GP practices and other um, disability support organisations. But it's just an encouraging um, brochure about what is going to actually happen on the 1st of July. Um, so the new ministry will take lead for disability support services and transforming them so that in the future disabled people have more control over the services they receive. It will work with disabled people to put an enabling good lives or EGL approach in place across New Zealand. The Ministry will lead across government on issues that affect disabled people and its aim is to drive better outcomes for disabled people. They are asking for feedback, um, so the establishment unit is the one that is looking after establishing the new Ministry. Um, and they would like to share the collective views of the community with the incoming Chief Executive when they start on the 1st of July. So if you have any feedback that you would like to give that, um, I will just read out a number now that you can call. So that's 0800 566 601 or you can email establishmentunit at msd.govt.nz. Um, again, Come and have a look at those brochures and see if, if there's anything you'd like to add. A couple of really important opportunities to give feedback there, and uh, and you know this is uh, it's great to see, isn't it, Emma, that uh, engagement's being sought um, for with the prospect of real change. Absolutely, yep, very encouraging. Next up, we've got winter wellness at Dunedin Community House, and I'm sure Jeff, you would have heard about this. I Indeed. hope you're going to be um, <laughs> getting involved. Um, so join us for movement and mindfulness this winter. Free drop-in sessions for yoga, meditation and mindful art. Absolute beginners welcome. Eight weekly sessions. Pop into any session and stay after for a chat and a snack. Uh, run by Dunedin Community House in partnership with Volunteer South and Otago Mental Health Support Trust. Um, now those sessions... Yoga is each week on Wednesday from 15th of June, 12.45 to 1.45. Meditation each week, Thursday, 9th of June, 6 to 7pm. And art each week on a Monday from 13th of June, 6 to 7pm. <coughs> Alright, now we move on to Kai for Octocan 2022. So that's this year. <laughs> uh, the usual annual... Uh, Presbyterian Support Octocan is um, coming up on Thursday the 23rd of June. It is um, Presbyterian Support Otago's major winter food drive and supports many local people through the colder months. This year they are holding Octocan on the eve of the inaugural Matariki public holiday. Um, 
So this is a time of harvest which would traditionally have happened. Kaifa octicans um, harvest when they gather and secure food for those in our community who are grappling with the impact of hardship and find they need a little extra support. Now I do have a wee list of um, most needed canned foods, so keep an ear out for that. Um, the usuals, we've got spaghetti, canned meals, meats and fish, soups, pasta sauce, tomatoes, fruit, vegetables, baked beans and other tinned goods um, such as baby food, pet food, creamed rice and coconut milk. Yeah, now's a good time um, to be talking about other ideas. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I was just say, yeah, <laughs> now's a really good time within your within your office, perhaps, or uh, you know, within your community with uh, the people in your street. Perhaps you're part of another club to be starting to talk about. Um, uh, perhaps making a group donation. It's a good way of engaging lots of people to make a you know as big a don- donation as as is possible. F- you know, where you're in a position to afford it because uh, they're really in need, aren't they? Uh, I think demand for uh, food parcels at uh, Presbyterian. Um, support Otago's Family Works uh, has been up 40%, so that's really significant. Yeah, it's a massive jump, isn't it? I know that we gathered a, a lovely Christmas parcel together last year, and we we all loved um, putting together just a, a wee something. It was something that we felt we could you know, put towards. Um, so, yeah, definitely get a wee group together, or your workplace, or your club, or yeah, whatever works for you. There are, um, there are some other ideas on, on if you can't donate um, foods and goods. Um, you can donate online at octacan.org.nz in place of cans. Um, or non-food items are always needed, e.g. toilet rolls, nappies, toothpaste and soap. So have a wee think about that. Um, there are a few things that they can't accept, which is rusty cans, unlabeled cans and opened or used items. All right, now our last notice is um, specifically about our We Living Well store. Um, so we are um, coming up to a temporary relocation in about a week and a half's time. Um, we are finally getting some fairly extensive, extensive renovations getting done. So we're putting in a lift and um, redoing the, the top of our, our store. So that's very exciting. Uh, but in order to do that, we need to move a few metres up the road. So we will be taking over the Champions of the World store for about six to eight weeks. Um, so we are going to be closed on the Thursday the 16th and Friday the 17th of June. Uh, while we relocate up the road. So do not fear, we will still be on George Street and we won't be far, um, but if you're looking for us, we will be at 8 George Street instead of 10 George Street. So um, there'll be lots of signage and um, hopefully you'll be able to still find us. Oh, good luck with that, Emma. I know uh, it's always a bit disruptive uh, for the team and uh, for everyone else when you have to go through those kinds of remodellings, but obviously that's uh, going to be all good for you and um, the, the people that you serve in the long run. And it's uh, been really great to see on the main drag, actually. As you go past, you can't miss um, the Living Well Disability Resource Centre, so just for a temporary moment, just at another location, but still providing the same fabulous service. Thanks, Emma, so much for putting the Digest together again. If people want to um, get the Digest online, what's the best thing for them to do? Uh, You can go to our Facebook page, actually, is where we post it, um, the newest edition each week. So that is Living Well Disability Resource Centre 
uh, I think it's Otago, have a wee look on that and it'll come up on Facebook. Um, otherwise you can pop on our website and um, or email us and I can pop you through a copy. Brilliant stuff. Emma Brocky, thanks so much for taking some t- time to join us here on Otago Access Radio for the Digest. Wonderful, thank you. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice, connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the Total Mobility Scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Living Well Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House, on the corner of George and Bath Streets, 9 till 4.30 weekdays, or Give us a call on 4716152. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.